Married to audio problems. And who? Podcast Pod. I'm assuming Cody did it and had his mic on mute. Probably. Oh, yeah, it's definitely an audacity. Welcome to Married to Who, a podcast where a couple of couples watch Doctor Who for the very first time. My name is Jake. With me are those couples, Cody, Sam, Jill, and Alex, and our producer, Terry. This week, we're here to talk about Eve of the Daleks, written by Chris Chibnall, directed by Aneta Laufer, aired January 1st, 2022. Blammo. Sam, what'd you think? Oh, man, I get to go first. I thought it was fun. I'm not too picky about episodes. So, there you go. It was good. <laughs> well, good thing you don't do a podcast about it. Yeah, what fun would that be? Cody? Mr. Jake, I thought the episode was good. It was good. That's what he says when he doesn't think it's really good. <laughs> it was good. I'll let you know if I think it's not really good. <laughs> Jill? I liked it a lot. It was what I want in a basically Christmas special, but on New Year's, of an open opening, a closing, some stuff that'll probably hang on, like some loose threads, but mostly just like an open-closed story. It opens, it closes. Does. Alex? Love me a Groundhog's Day. Love me a... whatever that murder one was, I can't remember. <laughs> Uh, happy death day happy death day yeah it's it's all good oh jill it was kind of like a countdown speaking of kind of which is jill's favorite yeah yeah (laughs) sorry no it it, i agree it was it was fun i cared about the characters like the new ones It, it was good terry i loved it it was action packed comic and heart feeling at times it was great all around Heart feeling? Shut up. Carry on. Yeah, you was know. It, is comic <laughs> and a comic? It was That's also what I was comic. Stuck on. Jake, how did you think of this? <laughs> yes, how Jake, did I think of this? How did you think of this? <laughs> I didn't think of it. I had nothing to do with it. Little, little do we know, Terry is just always stroking. <laughs> well, family show Alex. <laughs> It's very comic. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> I liked it quite a bit. I liked it more the second time I saw it. And I think that's true for most specials because you have so much time to kind of build it up. We, we didn't have that much time. This, it's only been a few weeks since the previous season ended, but we know there's only three episodes left counting this one. So it's like you build it up in your head as it's it's got to be this really cool thing because we got to start gearing up for the finale. And it wasn't. It was a standalone. And uh, 
you know, watching it the second time with that out of my head, it, I had a really good time. Can I just bring up my one major concern right off the bat so I don't forget to bring it up? Do it. Um, the, okay, so Sarah talks about, like, when they're starting to come up with a plan and Nick's not there because Nick already died. Her name's Sarah? I also did <laughs> not sure. know that. <laughs> yep, her de- name's definitely Sarah. So Nick had already died, and this is when they start to, like, really get into it, and they're, like, coming up with a plan. And she knows that, or she tells the doctor that they have to, um, like, they're, they have to kill the Daleks before 1255, because Nick doesn't live past 1255. That was in, like, the third repetition. And then all of a sudden, like, the fourth and fifth and whatever repetition happened, and it doesn't matter anymore. Like, they don't care that Nick dies or doesn't, or, like, I I just don't understand that part. Why was it a concern, and then all of a sudden it wasn't anymore? It was just that he had never lived past that point, and you, like, have to be alive past that time to exist in the next time loop, because every every time they were starting, they would start at wherever they were at that time. Sure, so then, like, the fourth time they kept him alive past it to get him Right, so to, that from okay, then on, he's sense. good. All right, I but can if he that. had died and didn't have a next minute to jump into, then he just wouldn't be there. In that regard, then I wish they would have been more deliberate about keeping him alive in like the the next time. And she didn't even save him; he saved himself. Yeah, like there was nothing. It was like, oh shit, Nick can't die at this point, and then all of a sudden, it's like, yeah, blah, 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 whatever, fuck Nick. Yeah. If he if you start getting into that, there's a lot of like it I think it's a really fun idea, the whole time loop, but with the twist that it keeps getting shorter. But they didn't really use use that. Like they didn't have to do it like in real time. That would be like really hard to time out production wise. But it never felt like any of the time loops were shorter than any of the other ones. <laughs> it felt like they all just had as much time as they wanted. That's my only real big complaint, and it's not even that big of a complaint. It's still fun, but if <laughs> there there wasn't like that sense of urgency being caused by the time loop lessening. That's a good point. My well, for doing gripes, my one gripe is Jake didn't get his new TARDIS when they clearly had the opportunity to. Oh yeah, I was gonna <laughs> save that. That that is gripe number two. Yeah, that's a pretty big one. I knew. I felt that in my soul. <laughs> it seemed like the perfect way yeah like, oh, we'll get, oh no it's the exact same fucking tardis yeah uh when jill could attest to this when it showed like the finale like when they got into the tardis at the end i audibly just laughed it's like oh my god they didn't do it <laughs> come on it looks better when it was all shitty and there's like rocks sticking out of the floor and shit yeah <laughs> i don't know i thought we got some really cool tardis scenes though even if it wasn't like completely redone yeah. I really like the effect when they were running out, when they're like, oh, we have seven seconds after I flip this. Like, the effect of the wall spinning, I thought that was really cool. Mm-hmm. And then just the look of the TARDIS when on the outside with, like, all the the red glowy lines on it was neat. Yeah. We need an evil TARDIS now that has that. <laughs> and an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, you're not evil unless you have an eye patch. Give me some stuff, Sam. What'd you like or not like? Uh, I fell in love with both of the characters, like, immediately. Yes. I was super, super invested and interested in their story. What is her name, Jake? 
Ashling B. Ashlyn Bay. Ashling. Ashling Bay. <laughs> she's she's great. I've been a fan of hers for a long time. Um, she's actually having a really big week right now. She's got a Hulu show that just started, just dropped its second season this week. She was on Doctor Who. She's on Jimmy Carr's new game show. She was on this other show where a bunch of comedians like spend overnight at like a really cool place, like a theme park or this one she was on was the natural history museum uh she's been doing a lot of stuff i can't this normal week people in particular. do that <laughs> right well, i'm sure you can if you have a billion dollars yeah, but they're like paying <laughs> these people to do it they're rich and they get paid to do cool things yeah the system's a lie <laughs> <laughs> anyways what's her hulu show i don't know the name of it i just saw a tweet from her today about I looked it. it up, and it, like, spanned a few years for the first season, which was weird. Well, if it was COVID. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. So I thought it was only once. Yeah, it was 2019 to 2021. I was like, oh, it must be done. So I'm really excited to hear that it has another season that just came out. Oh, you've watched it? No, but I, after the after I watched oh, this gotcha. episode, I'm like, oh, I need to, like, find what she's in, because I really enjoyed her. Yeah, she had a Netflix show, like a limited series, a couple years ago with Paul Rudd, and she, uh... This Way Up, is that it? I, no, yeah, or, yep. or is it Hard Sun? She's also in the new Home Alone on Disney Plus right now. What? Yeah. There's a new That's Home awesome. Alone? Yeah. yeah, just, I heard it's pretty bad, but, uh, well, yeah, there's yeah. a bunch Macaulay of comedians Culkin in it. it. No, he's 42 years old. Okay, then it's not good. <laughs> he could be the dad. <laughs> he he could be the the robber. How great would that be? He doesn't need to act. He has a billion dollars. <laughs> <laughs> it's crazy. That kid was like super good with his money and now just does whatever he wants. The dream. I fucking love old Macaulay Culkin. He... I listen to his podcast from time to time. Of course he has just... a podcast. Yeah. It's What's just it? great. What's it called? It, he So he had two different podcasts. One was just like a chit-chat bullshit, and one was like an educational one. Where he, fucking, I don't even remember what it's called. It's been such a long time. I'll have to Google it. Uh, he was also on the Rogan podcast. That was very good. Who hasn't been on the Rogan And he was podcast. on, I, I think he did the hot ones. Bunny Ears. Bunny Ears, that's what it's called. Yeah, and if you go to any wrestling show in in L.A., he's going to be there. <laughs> Dude loves wrestling. What? Just likes wrestling. That's awesome. Who from that age doesn't love wrestling? Like, that <laughs> That was the entertainment of the time. Kind of like the wrestling that Yaz wants to do with the doctor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's kind of how women's wrestling was around that time. <laughs> Yeah, so Ashling was great. I I wasn't as enthralled with the dude as you were, Sam. Oh, I thought. Yeah, I thought he was great. Like he's also a comedian. I, liked I got him. comedian vibes from him. He he seemed very timing oriented on the things he was saying, looking for a chuckle, always. But like tongue in cheek, like didn't want to chuckle in the show, but wanted a chuckle from the audience, you know. Like his terrible dad joke that he had? For sure. We'll see you next year. No, the <laughs> X terminated. 
and there's the beat. No, that was a good and, joke. And then Dalek just shoots him. <laughs> he fully deserved to be killed at that yes. point. <laughs> Did anyone believe that he just pulled that much? Like, each one of those things was from a different lady? Is that right? Yeah, but sure, he yeah. said that it wasn't necessarily like... First he said girlfriend, I'm pretty sure. And then he's like, no, it wasn't really. Like, so it was... Yeah, I don't know. Oh, it was just excuses to see her? No, he said oh. some of them were just like one night stands or like yeah. a weekend. But like, what do you have from a one night stand? That's what I'm reconsidering. Well, he has like their, their liver and their hair or like whatever <laughs> else. He, like he, he says to Ashling that he didn't tell her that he likes her for three years because he's shy. He's pulling a new chick every weekend. For the last, one of those things said 2008, so he's been doing this for 15 years. <laughs> but none and of them he... mattered. <laughs> they were 21. Right, but he just knew she was the one. Meanwhile, he's going to be bringing a new floozy home every weekend. <laughs> floozy. Jesus. In case you're wondering how old Jake was. <laughs> is he is he floozying or is he dextering? Oh, Yeah. Everyone, like, <laughs> waited and stared at him, wondering if they were dead. It was so awkward. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's no way he didn't find them in an alley, and drug them, and then take their shit. If he found them <laughs> Just in to an alley, her. they were probably already Asked drugged. Asked them for help putting a chair in his van. <laughs> well, I mean, you gotta, like, drug them more if you want their Monopoly board. People fight for that shit. That looked like an antique. That might be worth yeah, money. Man. Maybe. They just sell them that way now. Like old boxes. That It all comes in circle, huh? It all comes in circle. <laughs> also, easy with the contextual intonation <laughs> of that phrase, Jake. This is a family show. You said it. Jill was really pissed that we never met John? Was Jeff. 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 I was. That was hilarious. Mm-hmm. I Wait, just... who's Jeff? The he guy. was the one. Sarah's boyfriend or yeah. whatever. Employee. Oh, just he like... was boyfriend too. Okay, let's no. have this discussion. No, oh, was I it think it not? was just a. No, no, it was just a guy that was renting space and he he took more space than he was allowed and he stored everything that was illegal to store. Okay, no, Jeff also... works there. Yeah, I also yeah, rewatched it and caught that he worked there. But I and totally thought he was boyfriend business. at first too. And so I feel like if he works there, it's probably her boyfriend. Ergo. Well, I, <laughs> I want to say no. they're like cousins or something. No, boyfriend I totally and it was family boyfriend. isn't jiving. <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> it's, it's I mean, exactly they keep no it love close. there. I can hear the yeah. banjos in the background. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, but if it's only Jeff and Nick that have storage units there, and they have two employees? How is that? Does that make any economic sense? It's only Nick that's paying. How You technically don't even need an employee for his storage unit. Right. It's a storage unit. Yeah. I'm not and over like, this Why would yet? she have to show up on New Year's Eve to work because Jeff didn't show up? Well, apparently she <laughs> keeps all the keys behind the counter and hands them to the customers. But Nick's the only one. But <laughs> Jeff didn't show up to hang out with her because they're dating. They're not dating. They're she not. was going to a party and had to go there instead because he screwed her over by not showing up to work. They weren't going to work together. She wasn't supposed to be there. Yeah, she's getting all these like pictures of parties or didn't or Nick say yeah. that she knows that Jeff stands her up every New Year's? 
Yeah, because yeah. he's a terrible employee. He didn't say stands you up. He says screws you over. Yeah, because he's supposed to work every New Year's or whatever. Yeah, he volunteers yeah. to work and then doesn't come in. Because literally dick. there's one other person who never shows up except New Year's. <laughs> okay. Yeah, it's the one day you know there's going to be a customer. <laughs> so then this makes no sense because Nick only comes because he knows that Jeff is going to screw Sarah over. But if he didn't have to come in, then no one would have to work. Yeah. Again, this is a family show. Yeah, he's stalking Sarah. And that's how this works. But did you notice sense. that uh, Nick does uh, go back to ladies? The Monopoly date had two. Or the Monopoly had two dates. Oh. Yeah, it was a relationship that lasted from November to January. He has the beginning and ending date. Some of them were only a couple days. Some of them were a few years. Nick's mm. so organized. What a well-organized gentleman. That's I bet so his weird. flat looks great. <laughs> Once you bleach all the blood out of the shower. <laughs> well, I was going to say, with all the plastic on the walls. <laughs> uh, yeah, he just pulls the plastic down when companies come in and everything's good to go. Squeaky clean. You want to know one thing that did make me upset? Is they didn't kiss at midnight when the fireworks are going off. Yes. They just like longingly looked at each other and then it cut to... Yaz or the doctor looking at Yaz but like it's New Year's it's the whole thing is you kiss at midnight like and they're just like nah no one it. even like held hands or took a step towards each other it was all just really just anticlimactic yeah. see and and to build on that I was pissed that the doctor in that moment didn't just go and like hold Yaz's hand like like they maybe don't need to kiss but like get close to her or something you know well at that point like with the relationship of yaz hasn't even admitted it to herself the doctor i don't think has even had time to process it herself either she's just thinking of them as fam and not thinking that yaz likes her likes her type of stuff so she's also just awakening to this idea as well so they wouldn't take that huge jump right away when she says haven't even admitted to myself do you think she's talking about having feelings for the doctor or about just having feelings for a woman there you go i think the latter same ladder yeah but then there's a people i've been listening to podcasts people have been talking about the scene in arachnids in the uk where her mom asks if she's dating ryan and when she says no asks if she's dating the doctor and she says no so at that point, people are like, well, maybe it's just like known that Yaz is bisexual. But in this scene, I didn't feel like it was. I thought she was saying like, she's not, she hasn't really come to terms with herself about her sexuality. I need to rewatch that arachnids scene because I, for some reason, I'm picturing it as like, a, oh, are you dating Ryan? And she's like, oh, no, gross. And then well, are you dating the doctor? And she's like, come on, mom. Like. No, it's not like that. Not it's, like that? Okay. It's played for laughs that her mom is just, like, so desperate for her to be with somebody. Yeah. To be in a relationship. Okay. That it, she's just like, I don't give a shit who it is. It could be this <laughs> creep that puts his girlfriend's board games in his storage locker. Is that how <laughs> Terry's mom feels? Probably. Yeah. She's disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we somebody. just had this conversation recently. Anybody... 
Please, my boy. (laughs) Take my boy. Sweep him off his feet. She has a podcast where she just gives out Terry's phone number and address over and over. Repeat. Anybody. (laughs) Um, But no, uh, yeah, I'm definitely feeling... Because Yaz had that, what, decades of looking at that recording of the doctor? Four years. Four years. Yeah, well, sorry, decades. I thought it was longer than that. My bad. Same. Decades. Yeah, oh, she's my God. 73 years old. God, she's <laughs> aging beautifully. <laughs> um, but yeah, like four years of just like looking for that acceptance and just listening to the doctor and trying to find her and stuff like that. I definitely, even if she wasn't gay before, just having that uh, idea of a relationship with the doctor and not being apart from her or anything like that. Yeah, yeah, that could just be her random love thing too. Do you think it was just because she was stuck with Dan for four years, and she hey, was just Dale. like, "I was just going to oh, say the opposite." Oh. She's so not attracted to Dan. She's like, "Well, I was going to say if if you could spend four years with Dan and not jump those bones, <laughs> you got to be gay." <laughs> Let's not forget, know, Jericho was also there. The one hundredth oh, yeah. piece of Liverpool trivia might turn me off as well. <laughs> We get it. You're from Liverpool. <laughs> Have we talked about Machine Gun Dalek? <gasps> That's nope. so cool. How did it take this long to put a Gatling gun on a Dalek? Cody was so excited. It's like every time we see the Daleks, they have some advancement in technology, and it's yeah. great. I but love hear the me Daleks. Out. They missed a huge opportunity and instead of the dog saying exterminate, it should have been exterminate. <laughs> no, no. The entire time they're just rolling that machine. Gun. Oh my god! Should have said I, say hello to my little friend. I <laughs> love your Daleks, but I was like just reflecting the whole time, and I said it out loud, Daleks. I was like, "Do you remember when the, we first saw the Daleks, like in our era of Doctor Who, and all they could say was exterminate?" Like, why have they developed so much so quickly? <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> it is. That's all they'd say. What the else first time say? you saw them was in the episode Dalek, and he has, like, full existential conversations with the Doctor. I swear to God, he only says exterminate. <laughs> I also it's liked been a long time. that Dan survived by just running around in circles around the Dalek. <laughs> It's like, oh, right. just do that all the time. They'll never shoot you. They've done that in all of Chibnall's Dalek episodes. So what I was going to say, um, what what you guys are saying about the Daleks, like, we just came off of, like, six seasons of Moffat Doctor Who, and Moffat, like, actively didn't want to write for the Daleks because he didn't think he could. And when he did, like, Asylum of the Daleks, it's not really about the Daleks, and so, like, he never really wrote a good Dalek episode. And now Chibnall's like, hold my beer, I've got three of them for you, and wouldn't be surprised if they end up uh, in the Centenary special. But he clearly has an understanding of how to do a Dalek episode, and I think you know, we've now three New Year's days, in, or, or three... New Year's specials in a row, I think, have gotten the best three Dalek stories, except for maybe Dalek, that we could have hoped for. Get a shift on. Kaboom. Uh, I I agree with that. That's it's really it. Like I never really noticed that until just now. 
I want to say one more thing about Chibnall's writing, and then we can get back into uh, whatever. I think the pandemic has really helped. Because the one thing we know about Chibnall is he can't resist just stuffing a whole bunch of fucking characters into a story. Like, dinosaurs on a spaceship, here's Nefertiti for no fucking reason, here's a big game hunter, uh, here's Rory's dad, uh, let's have three companions, and, you know, all that. In this one, because of COVID, he has to write a story that only has two other people in it, a woman whose entire role is done on a FaceTime call, and then Carl, who's standing across the street watching the fireworks, and that's it. And so we get, like, a condensed, scary story where the one thing we always complain about is that the Doctor doesn't, like, stay with the companions, and they don't have an adventure together. And in this one, they do. Even there'll be little parts where they run off to go do something, but the time loop happens, and they're all back together again. We never see that. Yeah. I'm... Thanks for that. And anyone else? <laughs> I go. Yeah, go. Digesting. I did like all of the different, um, like you were saying. They 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 have their like assignments. Like this seemed like a well-oiled team once they started following the Doctor. Because the first like one, two, and three rotations, it was just like a madhouse. As you would and expect the doctor... it to be. Yeah, and mm-hmm. then the, and then the Doctor just like locked him in and be like guys this is how we do it and yeah i i did enjoy like the little the little side stories as they go off to try and solve the the entire uh problem i do Mm -hmm. wish that like yaz wasn't so moody because they do have a limited time and you can't be why who what like (laughs) you take an order and you go yeah, you have to just do what I say right now. Like, right. We'll argue about it later. And she's like, mm. But to be fair to Yaz, the Doctor does the same thing when they're back in the TARDIS and everything's okay. Just like, uh, so what What did you mean when you said blah blah blah? She's like, ah, never mind, I was making it up. It's like, fuck you, dude. Just tell her. Yeah. But she wasn't, like, short. She was, she, she brushed it off, but she wasn't short about it, you know? Right. Sorry, Jack. I couldn't like my brain couldn't get over how you knew Carl's name, but not Sarah's name. <laughs> <laughs> well, because I just know her as Ashling B, because she's she's someone who to me is like really recognizable. Right. I also didn't know who Carl was. Yeah. Yeah. So that's the guy from Jody's first episode that uh, Tim Shaw was hunting. Oh, he was like the crane oh, operator. Yeah. <laughs> That's hilarious. And he just pops up to watch fireworks. He's like, oh, just for me. I'm still a fucking loser all these years later. <laughs> That's really funny. He should have been listening to his affirmation tapes. Okay. Best scene where Dan is talking to the Dalek and like pretending that he's the check in storage unit. Yes. <laughs> so funny. The Daleks had a lot of funny lines in this one, but the I do not have a manager <laughs> was really good. <laughs> that whole scene was golden. Tell me Dan is not a fucking champ. This is, what, the third time he's just run at aliens? Yeah, so so cool. Dan's a badass, but Dan's also badass. there was serious potential for Carvanista to pop in on that. <laughs> and nothing. 
Well, that whole thing's done, right? Well, no. he's he's off on his own now. It's not done. Well, no, he's he, got his own companion yeah, doing he's, he's adventures. With, he's with the two others, like traveling the universe. Yeah, but he's damn boy. Well, we but... could we could see him in this in the centenary special, Jody's last story. Yeah. Oh, here's my question: um, Is Chibnall writing more specials? Two, there's two more specials, and he's writing all of them. Yes. Oh, this okay. was one of the three. This was one of the three. The next one, he has a co-writer. I don't know who it is. My hope, but actually my, like, this is a dick move, because I wasn't sure what he was writing, obviously, because I just asked, was that he put the, like, Yaz and Doctor thing, like, confirmed fans' beliefs of them being an item, and then it was just like, all right, some other writer, here you go. (laughs) No, Jody, he's writing all the rest. Jody's leaving with him. Okay. Um, They've kind of sort of admitted that the companions are leaving with him also, which we all knew. Like, RTD's not going to come in and bring old companions with him. Yeah, so the next one, I, I'd be... The original plan was to have two specials. And I think it would be this one and the next one, but then BBC asked them to do a third one for the centenary. And, and that's going to end up being her last one. So I'm really curious, like, if this next one we're getting is really just an episode that was supposed to be in this season, and that's why it has another writer. Hmm. And then Chimnall just kind of tweaked a little bit to fit a little bit of the Flux story. Like this one, the Daleks are there because the Doctor killed all those all those Daleks in the Flux, or using the Flux. and. uh you know, just little little things to tie it into this season. Yeah, I can see that. I'm interested to see what these next two specials are, how like how tied they're gonna be to each other, or if they're gonna be specifically separate stories. Yeah. Well the next one, spoilers, is the Sea Devils, a monster you guys don't know yet because we haven't gotten there. They're in I think one episode for the third Doctor, but they're related to the Silurians. And it's Chinese pirates. <gasps> oh, Cody! Yes! Is there a black spot? <laughs> Probably. I'm in. I can Give never... me a black spot. Okay, the Silurians. I had to... I can't remember who's who anymore. Silurians are the lizard people. The sea devils are like the underwater equivalent of the lizard people. Like from from the same era, but they live in the water instead of on land. The lizard people are from Earth, but they live in the middle of the Earth. Right, and millions of years ago. Same with the Silurians. Anyway, um, anyone else have anything? I feel pretty good. I just read this thing on a subreddit. People asking how this relationship is different versus Elton and Ursula's relationship. And someone said, (laughs) one is a slab, and the other will be buried under a slab. (laughs) (laughs) It's so funny. Elton and Ursula are from Love and Monsters, if you don't remember. Oh, that's right. Everyone else. (laughs) (laughs) It's good to know Sam's just browsing Reddit while we're doing our podcast. Speaking of favorite moments, I think mine was uh, when they're talking about the plan and the doctor asks 
Sarah for her mom to call 10 seconds before midnight. And Sarah's just like, no, we're dead. We're just dead. It's never going to happen. And everyone just like stops and like, can you please work with me here? This, it was such a great moment. I loved it. What kind of awkward question is that to ask someone, though? Weird. No one would do that. No one would call their daughter 10 seconds left before midnight? Weird. I guess it is New Year's Eve. That's a little less weird. Because you're, like, waiting for midnight, I guess. They specifically if I'm old to, and though. have a daughter, I'm not up at midnight. Fuck you. <laughs> She's obviously going to be up because she Her called... mom was at a party. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, mom was pulling. Oh, dang. Yeah, I, I did not realize. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do love, though, her, her like, I love you goodbye speech with her mom. And she's like, oh, are you drunk right now? It's like, fuck you. We're done. <laughs> Just... <laughs> yeah, I liked I liked all the sappy moments. So like that moment with her mom and then uh, Dan's moments with the the team like it's good shit do you mean sappy moments do you say soppy (laughs) no he meant they're dripping wet yeah (laughs) they were dripping with lust and juices (laughs) family (laughs) podcast (laughs) didn't win speaking of dan having his moments with um his tardis team like he's talking to yaz he's like hey i know how you look at her i know you're into her and Yaz is like, I don't know what to do. I haven't really even admitted it to myself. In the very next loop, uh, Dan fucking like blows up her spot. Yeah. Yeah. And just goes to the doctor, oh yes, she likes you. Such a dick yeah. move. <laughs> Kinda oh screw yeah. Dan. He's, yeah, fuck you, Dan. He's he's trying to get everyone in the in the mood of the new year. No. Yeah. Dan is he's it's not the... up to him to out somebody. <laughs> he's the relational lubricant. Yeah, that's pretty yeah, true. Yeah, he's playing matchmaker, and this could go bad. <laughs> yeah. You gotta, gotta give her a little bit of time, yeah, Dan. One loop. I mean, <laughs> come on. Maybe, maybe go get a coffee and have a whole conversation about it, right? and not you know eight seconds when you're both about to die. I mean, if you're if he legitimately thought they were gonna die, then why even bring it up? That's an okay time. Well, because no, you don't right. want you don't want unspoken love though. If if everyone dies, hey, it's all about making it about him. We all know those people. It's well, it has nothing to do with Liverpool, though. <laughs> <laughs> Liverpool is the uh, is the love capital of the world. <laughs> oh, I hope not. <laughs> it's where everyone has it... to go for their twentieth anniversary. Yep. If it was, they call it Loverpool. I bet they do. (laughs) Holy shit. (laughs) So, Shelly, you should write with Chibnall. (laughs) (laughs) Will do. (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Hey, Alex. Hey, Jake. Who's your MVP? Aisling Bay. Oh, God. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She was great. Jill. I think it's Chibbers. I really like the story. Yay. Nice. Cody. It's my girl Yasmin Khan. Also Mandip known as Mandip Gill. <laughs> Do you see her just drop those alligator tears when she's talking to Dan about loving the doctor? That was hardcore. That was 
true acting. <laughs> I was just listening to her on Brett Goldstein's podcast, and she is like, it's a it's a podcast about movies, so they're talking about movies, and she's like, oh, I don't cry at movies, like I just don't get emotional very much. It's like in this show, you cry every time you turn towards the camera, like just <laughs> huge tears just fall out of your face, <laughs> but you're not an emotional person. Acting crazy. <laughs> she gets but paid you, for it. Jake. You have to, but you have to like have that in you to be able to do. You have to find something to make yeah. you just drop tears like that. Apparently, oh, yeah. it's called Alba emoting. Mm-hmm. Um, Sam, Dan, million percent. Dan, John Bishop. Yep. Yikes, Terry. Can you find yet a different person? We can see if we can get everyone in here. Oh. <laughs> I guess. Sure. Uh, I'll go Jody. <laughs> you don't have to. Jody's good. I thought Jody was very good in this. She I think she's good. been great this whole season. Um, I'm really tempted to give it to the director. This is her first anything. Like, she hasn't done a TV, an episode of TV or a movie. She's done some shorts that she, like, wrote and made. But uh, I thought this looked great. The Daleks looked awesome. Especially, I think, when the lights were off and they were yeah. super creepy. I liked this model. This model was sick. Yeah. I mean, it was it was creepy and funny and just like what a special should be. A fun little run around. But Ashley B is my MVP. She was awesome. And if she hadn't been in this... Like, could have been someone you would think of to play the doctor one day, maybe when she's a little older. But uh, now she fucked it up. <laughs> uh, I don't know if if you want to talk about or speculate, but we've seen the doctor in some sort of love thing before and couldn't commit. Do we think the same is going to happen? Yes. For sure. That's so sad. No, I don't. I'm... I don't think it's going to be the same. I don't think it'll be exactly the same, but I don't think there'll be a big, like, like, there's a, with the, the handy doctor, David Tennant's, like, doppelganger doctor. Yeah. When he makes out with Rose at the very end of that episode, I don't think we're gonna see that. I am also thinking, I, I totally forgot, and man, Jill will kill me for this, but I thought, I forgot about Alex Kingston, so we did see the doctor commit for 20-some years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Maybe if there's more time, and may you know what, there could be like a big kiss to like save the world or something. And then, if this if this was RTD, there he would totally have written a reason for them to make out. And then, uh, and then have like a have like a time jump to the next Doctor because she spent the rest of Yasmin's life together. <laughs> That's what I want. If that they... or it's going to be something super sad in that there's like a yeah. huge explosion or the TARDIS dies and like everyone gets wiped out and then the Doctor revives and regenerates as a new Doctor by themselves. Alone? Mm-hmm. Oh god. That would... Oh no. Do you think the Doctor can become a human? Only if you chop the hand off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, if something terrible enough happens with the TARDIS, could it just take away her time lordiness? Well, that would effectively end the show, but... Yeah. Uh... I think Chibnall knows 
enough about internet culture to not kill his only gay main character. So I don't think there's going to be something... I don't think she's going to die. What do you think of this? Uh, A lot of the story in the last season was about the timeless children and like genetic enhancement from the doctor to make the time lords the time lords is the doctor going to try and figure out what that was and potentially give yaz uh foreverness what's that called immortality (laughs) no foreverness (laughs) regeneration no i don't think that i do think the doctor will have to like abandon her team and sacrifice herself to save the to save Gallifrey. Put everything back down it was. She's going to sacrifice herself. She'll be free to check, check the, the king. You just you just come in hot with no, that. No, I was so confused. <laughs> no, Ron. Oh I have no. no idea what's happening. <laughs> He's going to sacrifice that farm. <laughs> oh my god! Is this okay. like an like an oni? Is it's... this like your guys' pillow talk? No, no. <laughs> this is it's so that's what the internet is making fun of because it's so awful. That's it's from weird. the first Harry Potter, yes. <laughs> where the kids are just yelling at each other on a chessboard. Oh um, right, and, and the dialogue just... is garbage. Okay, do really none of you know that? Audio? No, I I knew no. what you guys were talking okay. about. I just, you guys just oh. kept going. Well, you can easily find a representation. I I didn't know what you were doing, and then when you said it's Harry Potter, I was like, okay, I get it, but I have no idea what scene that's in. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Any of them. First movie, chessboard scene. Uh, but there's yeah. like a girl mocking it on TikTok, and like everyone uses her sound and it's the best. Anyway. Next podcast, two weeks from now, six episodes, first Doctor, first Hardest Team. It's called the... (laughs) It's called the Sensorites. Why do you hate us? It has my absolutely favorite first episode of any story and best first episode cliffhanger. I what cannot about the wait. remaining five? Don't worry about it. <laughs> no, it's great. Jake, uh, I don't I don't want to step on your toes, but is don't we have one in the bag to come out before that one comes out? So it's not gonna be in two it's weeks. Come out. Oh it did. It is okay. out. Awesome. The Aztecs right. has dropped. Or it will when I go hit the button downstairs, in the <laughs> I was like, I actually don't think I've seen it. So. It was supposed. It was supposed to come out two days ago, but I edited the whole thing and then com- it just like disappeared from my computer. So I had to start all over. I would rather like chew out my eardrums. <laughs> it was a fun one. I've got about ten minutes left to edit, and then I'll post it tonight. Alex, do the song. This has been Married to Who, our episode on Eve of the Daleks. If you want to 
participate in future episodes, follow us on our socials. You can do so on Twitter, Married to Who Pod, or on Instagram, Married to Who. On behalf of myself, Jake, Cody, Sam, Jill, Alex, and our producer, Terry, thank you so much for listening. Please join us next time for the Sensorites. Do 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 do